Hello, Rebecca Nedelik here. It's Friday evening, and though events seem years and years away as we sit at home in this COVID time of social distancing and isolation, I've been thinking a little bit about sponsorship, and specifically negotiation and logo recognition. And I really think it's time to rethink the importance of the logo in a sponsorship. Now, we all know that there's five senses that shape experience. You know them from your grade one health class. These senses shape our memories of people, places, and yes, experiences. When I'm thinking about sponsorship, I'm thinking about those senses in order to leave an impression that knocks people's socks off. There are some senses I care about more than others. If it's an event, then yes, the food better be hot, and if the room smells like farts, no one is sticking around. But honestly, for the sake of this conversation, smell and taste are totally irrelevant. What is important is what people see, hear, and feel. The sweet spot? You'll find it when all those senses come together. Heck, I can hear the angels singing already. All right, first one. See. This is what every sponsorship package I've seen in the last five years focuses on. The logo recognition and the activation space, where the brand can be seen, how big, how many times, and how exclusively. And honestly, it often surprises me how the levels change based on how many times your logo is placed through a room. But honestly, I think most um, people selling sponsorship have it wrong. The logo is important, but it's not everything. Did you hear me? It is not everything. What makes logos stand out is how unconventionally they're placed. Place your logo on a sign, a stage, or a screen, and nobody's going to be impressed. They'll notice it if it's in their direct line of sight, but it won't catch anyone off guard. A perfect example of this is billboards. You're driving down the road. How often do you actually notice a billboard? You probably, If you think about it, on your daily commute, you probably see 10 to 15 billboards, and maybe there's one that'll stick out. And it's honestly because it's expected. It's not interesting. You're used to seeing it. So what? Be unconventional while keeping the integrity of the brand. Put your logo in conventional spaces only when it's matched with the two other senses. All right, so what are the two other senses? The first one is here. This is where things get critical. Is your brand acknowledged verbally? How does the speaker acknowledge it? Are you number six of 16 on the laundry list of sponsors? Quiet MC, I'm already asleep. Or is it personalized and meaningful? The example I'm going to use is the keynote introduction. So you're at a conference, there's a keynote, and there's somebody that gets on stage uh, from your company to do that introduction. I spend a lot of time working with that person to craft their speaking notes. And the reason for that is because it's not about just representing the company, it's about representing themselves and making sure that they're aligned personally with what they're about to say. So what? People can feel that. They can feel that passion and excitement. What people see needs to match what they hear. So the logo recognition, what you're saying about the company and the brand, it needs to match what's coming out of the person on the stage's mouth. And they need that in order to connect a logo to a voice. When you're leading a sponsorship and you're choosing to deliver the keynote introduction, take time to get to know the person delivering it and craft their notes accordingly. What they're saying needs to feel right for them in order to feel right for everybody else. Feel. That's the last one. This is where the magic happens. 
the cherry on top of the amaretto sour. Personally, I like amaretto sours from Joey's restaurants. If you haven't had them, they're great. That is not a plug. I honestly just really love them. The cherry on that Joey's amaretto sour is the peak of the mountain. This is where, honestly, it all comes together. Look, we're in a world of swipes and double taps. Give people an authentic connection and you've found the gold mine of impressions. This is about your people connecting with other people's one-on-one. If you're sponsoring a coffee station at an event, for example, your people better be chatting them up. If you paid $2,000 for that photo booth, P.S., I know somebody you overpaid, (laughs) your people better be there to push the button for them, to help them hold the phone, to help them take the photo. These interactions are an opportunity to offer a helping hand, to engage in a quick conversation, a smile, or in some cases, maybe even a hug. Not during COVID. In COVID, it's strictly elbow bumps. I take this part of my job very seriously. Whenever I'm engaging a team to go out and do an activation, to be on-site an event, it's always about being the nicest person in the room. Together, these three pieces with your brand assets, the see, your voice, the hear, and the interactions, the feel, you've got a recipe for one doozy of a good impression. I hope one day we can return to a time when events are a real thing and they fill our calendars once again. But until then, I'll just keep thinking about this.